0: Hello, football fans. Welcome back to another edition of Inside the Thunderdome. It is a big week. It is the game we've all been waiting for. The Hilltops at the Regina Thunder at Mosaic Stadium. It is going to be a big episode today, and I cannot wait to get going. We're going to hear from two running backs that have been dominating the ground game as of late. A defensive back who had a massive play last week and one of the new defensive line coaches. Without further ado, let's go inside the Thunderdome.
1: For color. Here comes,
0: here comes the thunder. All right, I know we've had this one circled on our calendars for weeks now. It is The Hilltops versus the Thunder today, Saturday, at Mosaic Stadium at 1 o'clock. It is going to be another fantastic game, especially after last week with another overtime thriller between these two provincial rivals. It is going to be fantastic. So to get you set up for today's game, this weekend's game, we're going to talk to four people who have had a big role And not only last week's game, but the season as it's gone so far. The first one is running back Rylan Likert. He's in his second year at a Porcupine playing, and this kid has been an absolute powerhouse in that Regina Thunder backfield, carrying a lot of the weight when it comes to the running back team. Obviously, he has Sadiq Sadiq to back him up with that change of pace running back, but the powerhouse skill of Rylan Likert has been something that has been baffling defenses all year long so let's hear from him about what it's like to how important it is to dominate the backfield and establish the run early in the game and what it's like to have Sadiq as his tandem running back so without further ado here is Rylan Likert all right joined by Rylan Likert Thunder running back last week against the hilltops was another tight game in saskatoon you you know had a, a great game on the uh in the backfield how did how does that uh set you up for a, another good game
2: this week you know i think a lot of that goes to our o linemen, they're out in the trench blocking every play they're creating holes i was just hitting them uh as far as next game we're just going to continue to do that you know we know that the hilltops are a physical team we're going to match that and be more physical and uh we're going to try to run downhill you know beat them up that's the game plan and obviously having kind of a one-two punch between you and, uh, and Sadiq
0: Sadiq, what has that been like all season to have that kind of change of pace running back?
2: Oh, it's amazing to play with Sadiq. He's a great player. Uh, you know, keeps us both fresh, you know, when we get a series off. And uh, two different skill sets we have, so defenses have to adjust to that. It's just been a good backfield. We love, we love the connection we have. It's been working great. And in the second year, uh, obviously
0: you know what this Thunder offense is all about. How, do, how does the uh, offense, you know, improve and maybe score more points next week?
2: you know i didn't think we had our best game on offense i certainly didn't have my best game throughout you know the first half we uh we're just gonna focus on executing and doing our job and we know that if we put that together work as a unit we're gonna be so much smoother run plays you know how we want to and uh that's gonna help us put up more points And how important is it to control the ground
0: game in a game that is as tight as it is against the Hilltops?
2: You know, the ground game's huge because I think it it opens up uh, passes downfield as well when you get going. So just focusing on doing my job, getting rolling, and it'll help the boys out as a whole. Perfect. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. All right, that was
0: Ryland Likert, number 32. Be sure to watch him today as he's going to have another big game on the ground for the Thunder. Another running back that's had a big year so far is number 48, Keen Sabo. Most of you might not know this, but Keen started out on the team as a defensive lineman, but switched to fullback this year, and it's been rather successful for him as he notched his second touchdown of his career against the Hilltops last week. I talked with Keen about how it felt to notch that second touchdown and what it's been like to transitioning to fullback, and this is what he had to say. All right, joined by Keane Zabo. Obviously, Keane, you switched from D-line to uh, fullback this year. The transition's paid off pretty well. You had your second touchdown last week. How did it feel to finally, you know, hit pay as a running back?
3: Oh, it's awesome. Like, I'm absolutely loving it. Like, uh, it's the best thing that definitely could have happened to me this year. Like, when Scotty gave me the call that I was getting to move to fullback, it was just, it was awesome. I was pumped.
0: And what made you want to switch from, you know, a position you played growing up in D-line to, to the offensive side of the ball?
3: Well, I don't know. For me, when they said I was playing a fullback, like, I knew that was a physical position. Like, I'm just going every play, banging, like, banging heads with uh, the linebackers, like, dropping my shoulder, running through guys, and just excited me. I was looking forward to it.
0: And a score touchdown in what is one of the most important games of the year against the Hilltops, you know, in their own barn. How
3: would that feel? Oh, it, was, it was unreal, especially here in the Zabo chance after, like, having the whole team getting pumped about it. It's, it's pretty awesome.
0: And where do you go from there? Like, obviously, you've you had a couple touchdowns this season. You play the Hilltops again this week. What where where are you looking forward to uh, uh, throughout
3: the season here? I mean, yeah, touchdowns are cool and all, but I'd rather just, like, last game I felt like I didn't block the best. Like, I didn't block as good as I could have. I wish I feel I should have driven guys back farther, could have hit them farther. So personally, like, I just want to focus on, like, blocking better.
0: And anyone making the transition from, you know, the offensive side of the ball to the defensive or vice versa, uh, what would you recommend doing to get them in the best shape possible uh, for the season?
3: Definitely hit the playbook hard and ask questions. You can't be afraid to ask questions. Like when I first came, I had no clue. Like that playbook, was, it was like just maze. It was so confusing. But, yeah, like all the coaches, they helped me out. All the players helped me out. And, yeah, just hitting the playbook hard. And fullback
0: is a very underrated position. It's all, not a lot of it's not a position a lot of teams use. How important do you think uh, the fullback position is to a team like the Thunder?
3: Uh, I think I think it's really important. Like it really opens up a run game. Like having that extra blocker, which allows our like stud running backs to get more yards. I think I think it's great.
0: All right, that was Keen Zabo, another big powerhouse back in that Regina Thunder backfield. It's he has been a very good player for the Thunder this year in a new position and credit to him it is not easy changing positions as we heard from Tyne and got there earlier in the season it is difficult especially going from the defensive side to the offensive side of things but yeah good luck good job Keen, and good luck for the rest of the season now shifting to the defensive side of the ball Avery Wagner has been a steady force in the Regina Thunder defensive backfield Obviously, you know, coming up with huge plays when it comes downfield, knocking balls out of hands, getting tackles downfield, being just a monster in that backfield. But last week he had such a monumental play, he blocked a kick late in the game to keep the game close. And I talked to him about that particular block and what it meant for the game and just what it means and how the defense can not only continue their efforts last week but improve on them so here is Avery Wagner all right joined by Avery Wagner you had a massive block on a kick
4: last week in a tight game what was going through your head in that play uh Well, you know, we game planned that uh, we knew their long snapper didn't stay in and blocked. So I was going and so I shot the A-gap and it was a straight line to the punter and I just shot my hands from the hips and, and I blocked it. I wish I stayed on my feet, though, because I was six. And I, I mean, you've had a,
0: a really good season in that in the, the Thunder backfield all season long. What do you think has contributed to your success this
4: year? uh Definitely just... Trusting the guys around me that they're doing my, or their job, sorry. And then that makes me be able to just relax and do my job, right? So it's definitely uh, putting the trust in the game plan, putting the trust in the guys around me, so.
0: And obviously having a monumental play like that in a tight game, where do you build from that for this week's rematch?
4: Uh, Honestly, I don't think too much about the last game. Uh, It's always a new week, fresh week, right? So we put in a new game plan every time, and I'm just going one step and so on as a time, right? And what's
0: the key from the defensive backfield uh, to shutting down the Hilltops?
4: Uh, we know what they run. We know what they, their tendencies are. We know every single route, their five plays that they have. So uh, we're just going to go out there. And we're going to do our thing. We know what, where they want to target us. We know our weak points, and we're going to make them into our strengths now. So
0: All right, that was Avery Wagner talking about, obviously, last week he had a monumental block. Last but not least, I talked to the new defensive line coach, the Thunder have been on the hunt for a new defensive line coach since Coach Dave Jackson left this off season, and I think they found a good one. Catlin Kazama comes into the team, obviously with lots of experience as a football player, and now he's playing and now he's coaching the defensive line. Obviously led by the studs and Reed Rabbits and Reese McCormick. That defensive line is a strong group, and he's only helping improve their skills and making them that much stronger. So I talk with Catlin about his new position and what what it's like to get involved with the Thunder and why he decided to do so. So here's Catlin Kazama. (laughs) Joined by Catlin Kazama, the new defensive line coach for the Thunder. Obviously stepping in to a good coaching group here with the Thunder as a new D-line coach. What's it been like so far?
1: You know what, it's been awesome, and also, like, a really exciting learning opportunity and experience for me. Uh, like you said, the group of coaches that are already here are pretty awesome at what they do, so I'm just trying my best to do what I can to help out. And when you have two
0: studs on the defensive ends, like Reed Rabbits and Reese McCormick, how easy does that make your job? Oh, it
1: definitely makes it pretty easy, right? Like... Uh, You just find your ways to help them improve on what they need improving on. And, again, like, they make it easy on me because they have this veteran leader, like this leadership over the group, and we work well together. What do you think has been the biggest struggle for the defensive line
0: this season, and and where do you see it going?
1: The struggle, I think it's probably the same as any position or football player, right? Like, you can always execute those fundamentals a little bit better than you did the day before and that's what we're continuing to focus on and and then at the same time they also use their abilities and and some of their great attributes to make the plays that they make (laughs) and what made you want to become a coach with the thunder and, and and uh and help out the team uh well i've been I had a little bit of a, like a playing career in junior and university, and then for the last ten years, I've been coaching at every level, and I just uh, enjoy the opportunity to give back to players as much as I can.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and why would you recommend anyone else? You know, who's thinking about coaching at a
1: junior level or just getting into coaching in general? Why should they come to the Thunder? Um, well, again, like I think. What they've developed here is a great culture to learn and develop in as, as a coach and as a player. But, um, yeah, it's just a great program from the top down. And there's lots of experienced and very smart and caring coaches on the staff that do everything they can. And final question, Catlin. Going into a big game, the
0: rematch against the Hilltops at home at Mosaic Stadium, what does the D-line need to do to, to get in the
1: quarterback's head for the Hilltops? Well, I guess it kind of circles back, but I think we can be way more consistent with some of the little things that we're doing in terms of um, being in the right spots where we should be. And I think that over a course of the game, right, if you're consistently where you should be all late and doing it with an intensity level that that other team, just can't match then that really starts to get on like get on to guys or get in their heads a little bit right because we're always consistently doing our thing and doing it well all right thanks Catelyn, for coming on the show appreciate it and welcome to the team
0: definitely glad to have you aboard so that's it for this week if you're not at the game today Don't worry, you can watch it on Access with myself on Color Commentary. It's going to be a good one. Do not miss it. You're going to regret so if you do. Be sure to get your NFL lottery tickets. They're selling out quick. They might be sold out by the time this airs. Who knows? So make sure you get those while they're hot. And also be sure to get your merch and support the team any other way you can. The Dinner of Champions is coming up in November. Get your tickets for that. It's going to be another fantastic first-class event. You don't want to miss that. Um, you got Dan Clark and Logan Furland talking at the event, obviously former Thunder alumni, killing it with the Riders. Don't want to miss them, so get your tickets for that. And just be there at the game today, and again, if not, you're missing out. So I will see you next week with another episode of Inside the Thunderdome.